See you.
Father, we thank you. We give you all the glory. We thank you for your spirit and we thank you for your grace. We ask, oh Lord, that this morning you will speak unto us. Open the heavens unto us and grant us testimonies in the name of Jesus. Amen. God bless you. God bless you. You know, by the grace of God, yesterday I started with the dangerous passenger. And we explained a lot of things. And I told you that one of the things you have to understand is that life is a journey. I told you that life is easy when direction is in view. I told you yesterday that God is not where he hasn't sent you. Yesterday I told you that the commitment of God is only on the platform of his commandments. I told you that the commitment of God is only on the platform of his commandments. I said yesterday that God can only attend to your needs when it is according to his will. If he is the one that have commanded it, he will will release provision for it. But if he is not the one that have commanded it, you have to provide for yourself. And I told you that the truth is that the truth may cost you something, but a lie will cost you everything. Yesterday we learned a lot. And I told you that it's not everyone that is going your direction or it's not everyone that is with you is going your direction. Yesterday, I threw a certain bomb, and it was like an atomic bomb. I told you that God can close doors to preserve you. There are doors God himself can frustrate in order to preserve you. So it is not every closed door that means that the devil was the one involved in it. Am I talking to somebody? It is not every closed door that means that the devil is the one behind it. There are a lot of doors that the Lord himself can close just to preserve you. If God knows that certain doors will not help you, he can fight that door. Because he needs you more than the door. There are many of us when we enter into certain doors by now, we wouldn't have been Christians. There are many of us, if certain realms were open unto us, by now we would have missed God. We would have lost God. By now, we would have lost his essence and his power in our destinies. By now, we would have been throwing our weight around, telling people that it is because of our strength that we are here. The Bible said that with strength, man cannot prevail. If it is about our strength, there are people who are stronger than us. Those who are doing Ghana most strongest, they are even stronger than us. But sir, the race is not for the swift. The battle is not for the strong. Bread is not for men of understanding, but the Bible said that time and chance, it happens to everybody. It is not about the school you went that determine your success on earth. No, sir. It is about the God you serve. The God you serve determines the success you have on this earth. Am I talking to people at all? And I told you that yesterday, that allow God to do whatever he does in your life because he knows the best. When God allowed you to lose a certain job, God did that because God knew that that job might have killed you. God knows that that job might have killed you. Some of you, 
God allowed a certain relationship to backfire because he knew that if he allowed you to continue in that relationship by now, things would have been bad and things would have been worse. God also knows that the reason why he blocked and frustrated that traveling door is that most, most of us, if we would have traveled by now, I'm telling you, church, could have, we wouldn't have attended even again. But we thank God and we trust him for whatever he do and whatever he does because we believe that he is the one that sees the end even from the beginning. He knows my future. I don't know my future. So whatever God does, I give him the permission to do it because when he decides to close port being for my sake, he knows that he is preserving me for a reason. It's not everything that we have to blame the devil for it. There are certain things you need to thank God because God is behind it. Am I talking to somebody? I just want to do a quick recap, then I will hit today's word. I told you that when we talk about a dangerous passenger, a dangerous passenger is somebody who is with you, but is not going your direction. That is what I told you yesterday. I told you that a dangerous passenger is somebody who is with you, but the person is not going your direction. And I told you, it is not everyone that is with you is actually supporting you. Yesterday, I made you understand that when two people are in a ship, and one is going to the north, paddling to the north, and the other is paddling to the south, what do you think will happen? If two people are in a boat or are in a ship, let's say a boat, and they are all want to paddle to different directions on the same boat, what do you think will happen? Wait if not all paddle call right. Wait if not all paddle call left. What will you think it will happen? This one is trying to go to the north. This one is trying to go to the south. What will you think it will happen? Don't you think that the boat can stand at a still for hours? Because there is nobody there who either there will be ups and down. They will either go up and they will come down. The reason why most of us we are struggling is that there are people who have entered into our life and it looks like our life is not stable again. Our lives goes up and it comes down. Sometimes it is not an evil spirit. Sometimes it is a man. And that man is called a dangerous passenger. Everybody has a boat and everybody has a ship in life. That is why every meeting place meets at a ship. Every friendship, every friend, they, they first met at a ship. That is why we have what we call friendship. We have companionship. We have partnership. We have workmanship. I don't know whether you get it. Every meeting of two or three people comes through a ship. <laughs> that is why we have relationship. Uh -huh. I told you that God brings people either to promote your life. The devil brings people to demote your life. Yes. So the problem is that who came to your life does not matter than the assignment the person came to do. Because every one of us, we have people in our life 
But what is the assignment now? Do you know that there is somebody who is coming to your life just to destroy you and leave you? There are some people who are just who have just entered into our lives for no reason. There are people we invite and there are people who crept in on our way. I told you, never look at a man to tell how good that man is. Check the heart. Never look at the appearance of a man to determine how good that man is. I said, check the heart. How can the heart be checked? The heart can only be checked in the spirit. The Bible said that after this, no, no man after the flesh. <laughs> the true nature of a man cannot be seen in his face. It can be seen in his heart. And the heart can only be connected to the tongue. That is why the Bible said that for out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh. Am I communicating? That is why a fool can only be seen as a wise man when he keeps quiet. A fool can only be seen as a wise man when he keeps quiet. But when he opens the heart, he begins to pour heart. He begins to pour out the heart. The actual nature, who he, he really is. I told you, the way men, we see people is called reputation. So reputation is the way I see you. Oh, maybe Pastor Lawrence is a good man. He's a good man. He's caring. He's, 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 he likes giving. He likes advising people. That is the way I see him. So that is his reputation in my eyes. But the way God sees us is called integrity. Am I communicating? The way God sees us is, all, is called integrity. Yesterday, I made a statement and I said, it is better to be in to be an integrity or an integrity to be an integrity with God than to have reputation with men. It's better to have uh, an integrity with God than to have a reputation with men. That is why the Bible said that at the end, many people will come to Him and say, "Lord, Lord, we did all these things in Your name," and He will tell them, "Depart from Me, for I never knew You." Because to men, you guys were perfect. But to me, you guys were not perfect. The applause of men and the approver of men. What do you, uh, the approver of God. Which of them do you want? Do you want the applause of men? Or do you want the approver of God? There are many that are chasing for the applause of men. Rather than the approver of God. It is better to be looked at as a good person. As a righteous person before God, than to be looked as as a righteous person before men and be looked at like, like a rag before God. Am I communicating? 
it is better. The way God sees you matters than the way man sees you. Yes. That is why anytime a man decides to walk with God, sir, one of the things that person will never lack in his or her life is called direction. Anybody that walks with God truly and genuinely walks with his direction because he is the one that leads you. In Psalm 23, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He said, he leaded me in the path. God can lead. Allow him to lead your life. You will never be frustrated. Allow him to lead the ministry. You will never be frustrated. Allow him to leave that traveling process. You will never be frustrated. Allow him to lead that business. You will never be frustrated. Allow him to live that life. You will never be frustrated. Allow him to take the driver's seat. Don't force to take the driver's seat. You might hate on the way. Allow him because he sees far and he knows what is right for you. All those who walk in divine direction Walks in divine speed. All those who walk in divine direction, they walk in divine speed. That is why I always tell you, sir, it is not every applause in this life that shows celebration. There are many applause we see it doesn't show celebration. It shows mockery. The question is, it is not about the applause. It is about who is applauding you. Did you hear what I just said? It is not about the applause. It is about who is applauding you. The person applaud, applauding you matters than anything. The clap may come. But who is clapping? Sir, God can clap for you. The devil can clap for you. That is why yesterday I told you all that one of the things you have to understand is that the devil indeed has something to offer. But whatever the devil offers you, he takes back something. And what the devil takes is your soul. The devil can offer you fame and money, but the devil will take your soul. The devil can offer you traveling, you know, you know, favors, but he will take your soul. The Bible said that if a man gains the whole world and loses his soul, what is the profit in it? It means that your soul equals to the whole world. That is what the Bible is trying to say. Your soul equals to the whole world. That is why people in this life don't value what a soul is. You don't know what your soul is. Your soul is better than this whole world combined. Your soul is better than America. Your soul is better than China. 
your soul is better than Russia. Your soul, your soul is better than, <clears throat> sorry, your soul is better than UK combined. I didn't add Africa because in same we had too much. When we take the continent and add it all together, sir, your soul is better than it. I don't know whether you get it. You don't know the value of your soul. One day, a daughter of mine called me to church. And when this daughter called me, do you know what they, she said? Papa, I'm struggling. Papa, no man wants to stay with me. And I said, the reason why no man wants to stay with you is because they are not good men who comes in the name of marriage. They comes in the name of there is something the devil has sent them to come and take. And that thing is what they are seeking for. He said, Papa, is this true? And I said, what is it? He said, Papa, they all want, because I'm a virgin, and they all want to sleep with me. I said, any of them I refuse, they will go. As soon as I tell them no, then the next week, we, they break up with me. He said, Papa, I don't know. I don't know. He said, one was convincing me that what is it in virginity that you have to keep? There is nothing in it. Leave it out. Let me be the first person to have it. And I told her. She said, the man told him, told her that I will give you everything you want on this earth. I just want to sleep with you just once. I, I, want the, I want to be the one to break you. And I told her, do you think your virginity is so cheap in your sight? And said, Papa, no. And I said, whatever is making the devil enter into men and they are looking for that one particular thing is to tell you that that is where your destiny actually is connected to. same thing everybody is looking after and looking to have. Sir, that is where your destiny is. You need to protect it with every strength you have. They might come and they might leave, sir, but it is better because that is where your glory is found. If you give it away, you've sold out your soul and your glory. told her, it is better to marry late than to marry wrong. And yesterday I repeated it here. It is better to marry late than to marry wrongly. It is not about the day you married. It is about how it, it, it ended. Mm. It is not about when did I marry. It is about how did it end. Sir, you can be late and still be the latest. That is why when somebody marries today, we call him latest couple. Is it not true? Uh -huh. Although you married late, but you are the latest. You are the newest. You are the talk of the town. 
you are the one everybody is celebrating. That is how life is. Allow God to direct you in order to choose rightly. It is better to wait on this earth than to be wasted. I said it is better to wait on this earth than to be wasted. Mm. I rather choose the will of God for my life than choose my will and cry later. I rather choose the will of God for my life than choose my feeling and regret it later. Who is a dangerous passenger? A dangerous passenger is somebody who is not going where you are going. Who is with you? The person is not going where you are going, but the person is still with you. Those people, they don't want to leave. Or no uncle. Or no so mobimba. Those are, they are called dangerous passengers. I want to be, I'm just doing a, a quick recap so that I can get to this word. Dangerous passengers are people whose presence attracts battles. When they come to your life, every day you are fighting a certain battle. Every day there is always a problem. Every day there is always a fight. Every day there is always a loss. That is a dangerous passenger. When Jonah entered the ship with the people, the Bible said that when the wind came, they all threw their loads into the sea. Because of Yona, they lost properties. When a dangerous passenger is in your life, you lose things. One day I told a certain daughter, never in your life be the reason somebody will lose everything or else you will never be trusted by the guy. Never be the reason behind the failure of people. There are ladies, they enter into people's life and suddenly everything about the man begins to collapse. When you met the man, things were not, were not bad. But when you entered, everything became bad. You have become a dangerous passenger. I'm telling you so that you start working on yourself. It means that that relationship there will always be a problem that will point to you. I'm telling you. There will always be a problem in that marriage, in that relationship that will point to you, that you are the reason. When you came to my life, that I, I just realized that things are bad. You should be a woman or a man that enters into people's life and they say, Papa, Mama, Lady, Sir, God bless you. When you entered my life, I've seen improvement in my life. Uh-huh. Which kind of passenger are you? Are you a dangerous passenger? I told you. You need to work on yourself through prayer. 
Or suffer. You should not be the reason why people come into your life. And everything about their life and destiny crashes. You should be like an altar. Like a passenger in people's boats and people's destiny. That when you come into their life, something begins to improve. They say, Papa, when I met you, I've seen that this thing about my life has really turned. I wasn't having this, but when I met you, I got this. You should be the reason why people celebrate, not the reason why people cry. I always tell people, it is not about the death that matters. It is about what is said about your death that matters. Listen to me. It is not about the death that matters. It is about what is said about your death that matters. Will you be the reason people will cry or you will be the reason people will celebrate? Which of them are you? Which of them Which kind of passenger are you? Are you a passenger that brings peace? Or you are you a passenger that brings trouble? Are you a passenger that brings joy? Or are you a passenger that brings mourning? Which kind of passenger are you? Dangerous passengers, they are pretenders and their hearts are hardened. When a dangerous passenger is in your life, the only thing the person knows to do best is to pretend around you. The person pretends to care. The person pretends to love. The person pretends to be caring, to be affectionate. The person pretends to be everything. But the person is not. They are wolves in sheep clothing. They are like coffins. The outside is very nice and very shiny. But when you open them, they smell. And they are full of dead bones and, and dead animals. They are like a cup. When you see the outside, it's very but when you see the inside, it's not. What are you? Are you a pretender? Better change. Don't be the reason why people will cry. Don't be the reason why people will say that me, I will not trust anybody again. What kind of passenger are you? You shouldn't be the reason that people say, me, I will never trust this kind of people ever again. Don't be that reason. Don't be that reason. And most of us, we have people all around us. Sir, but the truth of the matter is that 
these passengers that are seen all around us, most of them are pretenders. One day, Peter looked at Jesus, and Jesus told them that, Charlie, I'm going to die. Peter said, to hell with that. I will die with you. Wherever you go, I will go. When they are killing you, they will kill me alongside with you. Nobody, nobody, nobody. The day Jesus was arrested, Peter went indeed with Jesus onto the very place they, they took him. And they were judging him. A little girl came and said, Sir, 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 you look like these people who followed Christ. He said, I never knew this guy. Another person came. Peter began to swear and said he never knew Jesus. Is it possible? Yes. That some people can be with you, celebrating you, calling you all sorts of names, but also Chama in general, Papa, Mama. There is a time coming that those people will pretend as if they never knew you. It, the third person came to Peter. Even the pe third person says, Charlie, your ascent even has betrayed you. Because we have realized that anybody who walks with Jesus speaks on a particular tone and language. They don't speak anyhow. The way you are speaking softly and gently and polite. This is the same way this man is speaking. Peter said that I never knew him. There are many Peters and there are many Judas all around you. I pray that may God open your eyes to sense them and know them. Dangerous passengers, their appearance is always deceptive. They appear in a way and they behave in another way. Bible said that Jonah was in a boat or in a ship. Jonah was the reason why they were about to die. And he kept quiet until they asked him. The word Jonah means a dove. What is a dove? A dove symbolizes humbleness or harmless. Harmless, rather. Somebody who is, who is harmless. But all these things, it was not found in Jonah. Jonah was the one that was rather causing them harm. It is not every white teeth that means a white heart. It is not every white teeth that means a white heart. There are people, they will keep pretending around you until God exposes their real destiny. There are people, they only come to use you they are also called dangerous passengers. So far as you can meet their needs, you are relevant to them. 
So far as you can meet their needs, you are relevant to them. But if you cannot meet their need, you are not no more relevant to them. A lot of dangerous passengers in church, in friendship, in jobs, everywhere. A lot of dangerous passengers who are users. So far as their needs, you are the one who can solve it. They will call you Papa. They will call you my father. When they see that you are no more relevant to them, they call you that man. Behind you, they call you names. In front of you, they call you my father. They are called users. So far as you can afford them sex, you are the best lady. If you cannot afford them sex again, you are the most disrespectful lady you've ever seen. Dangerous passengers, they are users. They use people and dump them. Dangerous passengers, they use people and they dump them. When you have a dangerous passenger as a friend, your friend or if all your friends are people who are just collecting from you and cannot give to you, be careful. If you have friends who can just give to you, who can just collect from you, but cannot give to you, be careful. They will use you one day and dump you. Yesterday, I told people and I said, any association that makes you lose, lose, and not gain, those people are called dangerous passengers. Be careful. Be careful. Told you that after today, most of you, you have to block certain people. There are most of you, there are certain people you need to tell them it's okay. Thank you. I have to move on. Yesterday, before I concluded, I said something that was very interesting. And I saw that there are people who used it as their status. Yesterday, I told people that anything you struggle to maintain is not your size. Let it go. Anything you are finding it difficult to maintain it, to keep it, it is not for you. Let it go. This is so deep that if I have to explain, I will get enemies right now. It is so deep 
that I would get enemies right. Whatever you've tried all your best to keep it in shape and it is not even falling or aligning, let it go. It's not for you. The one who it is for can maintain you. Whatever you cannot maintain, that is why in this life, when we talk like this, we talk based on realities. We talk based on experiences. One of the things you should not neglect is experience. Don't neglect an experienced man. In that ship, in Jonah chapter 1, in that ship, one of the things I identified in that ship was called experience. Because these people now found out that no, 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 no. This kind of wind, we've never seen it before. We have not seen this wind before. Ah, we've tried all our best. We've survived dangerous winds than this. Why can't we overcome this? They try to maintain it. They wouldn't. You know what, what, what one said? One of them came forward and said, then let's cast lot. We need to find out her experience. I've got to know that when a storm is like this, it means that there is one of us who is among us who is the cause of this storm. Let's cast lot. And find out who that person. It was experience that brought that thing. Experience. I don't know whether I'm talking to people at all. It was act of experiences that all these things came forth. Out of experiences. Lady. The reason why you keep jumping from one relationship to the other is because you've lacked, you, you, you've had no experience anywhere. You entered into that relationship without your head. You entered it with your emotions. Anybody who enters into relationship with his emotions and without his head will surely cry one day and will keep crying. Because if indeed you entered with your head, by now you would have learned sense. By now, you would have learned sense. That is the same attitude your first guy did to you. It is why, it is why, no jow. You met the second one, the same thing slept with you took your money, and that is the only thing they offer you. They left you, and that is up to now. Experience. Don't joke with the experiences. That is why when you are talking to a man who is experienced, a man talks with wisdom. Any man that is experienced talks with wisdom. Because there are people you, you can see and say, these people are the best. But an experienced man will tell you, I have met people who are much best, better, 
I have met people who are who are who, who are more than this. Best age perfect in the world. So for S month say best age, but better 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 bands and a best better dear or or no second born. Didn't you good, better, best? I mean, Good, better, best. May I never rest. until Hallelujah. So you say best itchy, you say perfect. Listen, it takes. I'm, I'm not. I'm coming. Are you ready? Are you ready? It's ready now. Until my good is better and my better best. Because English teacher school. school. Are you with me? Are you learning something? Be very careful. Experiences matters in life. Don't joke with experiences. Mommy. Mommy. Those who rule, those who rule, as in rule, R-U-L-E, those who rule in the affairs of life are those who have mastered through experiences. Who have mastered acts through experiences. The person can rule in any sphere. Yes. Don't joke with a man that has worked with God. For a long time. The man without even entering the spirit. Can know when God is around. And when God is not around. The other day, Samuel went to Eli and said, Eli, Eli, you called me. And he said, son, I didn't call you. Go back and sleep. I know who is calling you. When the person calls you right now, tell him, Lord, speak for your servant here. This was experience at work. Experience. Don't joke with it. Because God gives us experiences to learn lessons from it. There are many people who have experiences but no lesson. You keep falling into that same trap severally until you learn sense. 
Masiashua, and Yetia Sumprin. Mumubi the Entia Sumprinu, your pet channel. Or she went in eyes, eh, you plate. Asa. Etia so. You've not learned anything in life. That is why you keep repeating mistakes. People keep coming into your life and they keep hurting you and they will go. You, they keep coming and they keep hurting and they will go. You know the reason why men of God cannot be so open to people is because of experiences of hurt. This is the reason. This is the reason men of God cannot be that open unto people. Because of experiences of hurt. People you thought they would never hurt you. They are the one that will hurt you the most. And it is bad. I don't know whether you get what I'm trying to say. Yeah. So the question is, how do I deal with these people? That is the message this morning. How do I deal with these people? We all want to deal with them. By now, you should identify passengers who are dangerous in your life. By now, for this small teaching, by now, you should know those who are dangerous and those who are not dangerous in your life. Get me the scripture. Jonah chapter 1, verse 8. We now want to find out how did they identify that it was Jonah? Are you ready? Are you ready? Get me the scripture right now. Jonah chapter 1, the verse 8. We now want to find out, please, this one, listen attentively. How do I deal with these people? That scripture. Okay, let me let me let me mark that. Jonah chapter 1 8. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Jonah chapter 1, the verse 8. So the people said. Then they said, tell us, we pray thee, for whose cause this evil is upon us. But let's go to verse 7 first. Let's go to verse 7 and 8. Let's go to verse 7 and 8 first. I want to, oh, please hurry my time. 
verse 7 and 8. Now listen. And they, and they said, everyone to his fellow, come, let us cast lots that we may know for whose cause this evil is upon us. So they cast lots and the lot fell upon Jonah. Did you hear that? They all casted lots and the lot fell upon who? It fell upon who? Jonah. Right? One of the things I want you to understand is that the first thing in identifying dangerous passengers is to learn how to cast lot. What is the lot? Be discerning. Be discerning. Because when people are coming to you, they won't come with their negative character. It is only discernment that will help you to identify whether this person who is with me is a good man or is a bad man. Because nobody's character and destiny is written on his forehead. There is nobody whose character is written on his forehead. There is nobody whose destiny is written on his forehead. In those times, when we talk about Lot, Lot was a way the people used in identifying somebody who is a reason behind something. So, if they want to know who did this, in the then Israel, they had a principle or a method in finding out who did something. And that thing was called lots. They need to cast this lot. When they cast the lot, the one behind it, it will fall on you. It will catch you. I don't know what to compare in our days. Okay. They said they have something we call Bible no four. I don't know how it works. But this Bible no four. I don't know whether you know what I am saying. Do you know what I'm saying? Uh, oh. BJV, you don't know Bible no Kwafo. Okay. Do you know that in, in, in our days, let me let me give another example. When we used to be children. Do you know that when we are in a group and somebody flatulates, what do we do? Don't we take a broomstick? <laughs> when, we, when we were young and somebody flatulates, we would take a, a broomstick. Then we will bend it. Do you remember? Uh -huh. Then we will be swinging it and we will be saying some words. And when we stop, the one it will fall to, we normally blame that that is the person who did that. Is it not true? Huh? Yes. That is the person we normally blame that 
you are the one that did it. Those were how I'm just giving a, 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 an example. Those were how um, they did it. Bible no for is another form. And this is how the Bible no for does. They will put something like, I don't know, let's say a stick hanging on a on a on a thread. And they will put it in a Bible or something. And they will hold it or something like that. And they will say, if you are the one who did it, there's the thing should, you know, it, it should swing, like it should go in circles. But if you are not the one, if you are not the one, then it should be still. So when you are there and the thing begins to move, it means that you are the one. That is how the Bible, Nokwafu, I think, is also like. So the lot casting was something like that. I, I don't know. So it, 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 it was something like that in the olden times. And those, their own was so accurate. Their own was so accurate to a point that Anytime they wanted to find a culprit or something, they would cast lots and it will fall on that person because it was a, a kind or what they were using to divine and find out who is behind something. In our days, we cannot do that because we have somebody we call the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost is the one that will tell you who was right and who was not wrong, right? I don't know whether you get it. So with the Holy Ghost in our life, is the one that can help us to discern the character and the attitude of people. So now, if we want to know the, the actual intent in the heart of men, he's the one to reveal the heart of men unto us through discernment. Am I, am I teaching? Am I talking to people at all? Am I talking to people at all? Am I talking to people at all? Yeah. So it is the Holy Ghost. He is the revealer of the intent of man. The actual thing that is in the heart of a man is the Holy Ghost that reveals it. Do you know that sometimes we can be prophesying and we look at somebody who we don't even know and we say, you are a good man. You are a good one. Have you ever seen, have you ever seen a prophet prophesying like that? They, 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 don't, they, they will just look at somebody's name. Ah, they are prophesying to you. Say, ah, you, you are a good man. It is not the name that made the person a good person. No. It is the Holy Ghost that spoke to the prophet that this person you are speaking to, the heart is so open. That person is a good person. So the man of God will also say, ah, this person I'm talking to, 
that person is a good man. It is through discernment that we learn how to know who and who is with you and what is his assignment with you. It is the act of discernment. Yes. So it means that, say, ma, you can only know who is right with you or who is the right person with you and who is the wrong person with you by the help of the Holy Ghost. Sir, if you don't have any relationship with this Holy Ghost we are talking about, forget it. You keep on judging issues with your own mind and you miss it. You keep on judging issues with your own mind because this your mind is so shallow that it is, if it is not guided with the Holy Spirit, you make wrong decisions. Am I, am I talking to somebody? Am I, am I helping somebody at all? It is the Holy Ghost. Let me teach you only two ways to be able to discern by the Holy Ghost. Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready to learn? I'm taking my time to teach this because I want it to sink. Okay. If you want to discern by the help of the Holy Ghost, the first thing you have to do is that do not ignore but listening to the inner still voice. Yes. There is always an inner still voice that speaks to us. Eh. The Bible said that our spirit and the spirit of God, they bears witness that we are children of God. There is a spirit within and there is a spirit of the Holy Ghost within as well. These two spirits, they talk to each other. And they produce waves of thoughts into our minds. And sometimes, you would like to take a decision and you are contemplating as to how to take it. The Holy Ghost will minister to your spirit. And the spirit will either bring it as a thought unto you or bring it as a small still voice in within you. How does it happen? That is why most of us, we actually heard the voice of the Holy Ghost, but we thought, we thought that was not the voice of the Holy Ghost. How many of us went and did something and there was a voice that was telling us, don't do it. Don't do it. And you went ahead and you did it. And you later said, ah, ah. A certain voice spoke to me that I shouldn't do it. Oh. How many of us have experienced these things? This is how the Holy Ghost starts to work with everybody. Have you seen it? That is how the Holy Ghost starts working with every one of you. And do you know that the decisions that normally come from the still small voice, huh? the decisions that normally comes from the still small voice are decisions that are always accurate. If it is yes, yes. If it is no, it's no. 
So sometimes the devil would like to counter it through your thoughts. As the voice is saying no, the devil will tell you in your thoughts. Yes. I don't know whether you get it. Papa, then how do I know that it is the Holy Ghost now? It, you can only know when you have that relationship with him. Because it is your relationship you built with him through prayer, through fasting, through reading of his word, consistently, that you begin to adjust and you know how to identify his voice and you begin to walk according to his word. Because we all know the voice of our mothers. We know the voice of our fathers. We know the voice of our, our husbands, our wives, our children, and even our crushes. He knew. They say, oh, if your father is not here and even your, somebody calls in with a different name and it is your boyfriend and he speaks, hello, as soon as you hear the hello, you can, you can know that mm, this one is the voice of my beloved. Is it not true? How did you know that? You learned the voice through consistency of fellowship with the person. Because you were building that relationship with the person for a long time, you can now identify the person's voice. That is how it applies to the Holy Ghost. You need to build it with him every day. Until you are okay to know that whether it is him or not. You need to build it. There are many of us. You have to start praying that you, God, eh, you need to hear God for yourself. Oh. You need to hear. That this, 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 this system or this doctrine of it is a prophet that should tell you the mind of God. It, it is a false doctrine. Prophets are the ones that confirm the actual voice of God to you. Yes. Shall I repeat it? Prophets confirms the actual voice of God to you. They don't, they confirm it. That is why sometimes a prophet can prophesy to you and you tell the prophet, prophet, I've have a, had a dream about it before. And I won't say that. So the prophet is just confirming what God told you. Sometimes the prophet will tell you and you say, ah, man of God. Man of God. Yes, it is not only you who have said it to. I've heard it plenty times from other men of God. It's just a confirmation. Learn how to hear God for yourself. Build it with consistency in prayer and meditation. The best way after prayer to hear the voice of the Holy Ghost is through meditation. Learn how to be quiet. Learn how to calm your soul. Then we are quiet. Our souls are quiet. Learn it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Mm. The second way to discern somebody who is with you, whether that is the right person or the wrong person, I said the first one is by the, by the help of the inner voice, right? That's the first one to help you know who 
the person is with you, whether it's the fake person or it's a real person, you need to uh, learn how to walk with the inner still voice. Number two, you need to fast and pray about the individual and pray about it and check your dream after the fasting or after the prayer. What am I trying to say? I'm trying to say that you have to fast and pray about the individual. Then after fasting and praying about that decision you want to take, wait and see the dream you will have about it before you take that decision. So if it is one week that you are fasting and praying about a man, whether to accept the man, whether to accept a certain job, whether to accept a certain offer, okay? They've said it to you. You can give yourself three days. And that is your prayer. No other prayer. You are concentrating on that and you are telling God, Father, reveal to me. Should I do it? Should I venture? Should I stop? Should I do this? And as you are fasting and you are praying about it, wait. Don't rush in taking the decision. Wait to see whether a dream will come. Wait to see whether you will hear a still small voice. Wait to see whether there will be a confirmation from a certain man of God before you take a decision. Don't just leave everything for a man of God to do it for you. You are becoming a lazy Christian. That, that kind of generation, that Indomie generation of spoon feeding, I'm teaching you basic ways to hear from God for yourself. Basic ways. I cannot have spoon feeding kind of thing. No, you want to take a major decision in your life. Don't rush. Take your time. Give yourself a fasting program. Then begin to wait on God. Begin to ask God, what should I do? What should I do? Reveal to me. Should I do it? Or I should stop? Should I accept this man? Or I should stop? Should I travel? Or I should stop? Begin to fast and pray. And now wait to see that you either have a dream or the still small voice will minister to you in your soul. Learn it. Am I communicating? communicating. Yeah. So the first way in identifying a dangerous passenger is by discernment. That is what I just explained. Number two, look at the verse eight. Number two, look at the verse eight. The Bible said they began to ask him questions. Where are you from? Look at the verse eight. Jonah chapter one, the verse eight. They began to ask him questions. Where are you from? What country do you come from? Look, look at it. Then they said unto him, Tell us, we pray thee, for whose cause this evil is upon us. They are now asking him questions. What is thy occupation? Whence thou whence cometh thou? Into who dian? In James Naya into who Mimi Kaya Metiasia. 
na wo kan a wo beti ase so when comes thou what is thy country and what of what people are thou they wanted to ask questions because they wanted answers they don't understand why the lord fell on the person what you some now make so after the holy ghost ministers to you by discernment you need to ask questions Why is it like this? Why this happened? You ain't in a way see ya. You ain't in a way see ya. Am I talking to people at all? Ask questions. Because the seed, the seed for answers is questions. The seed for answers is questions. Anybody that want to inquire and ask a lot of questions always gets answers to the questions he asks. So after revealing, Holy Ghost, why is it this person? What did the person do? What has the person done that I didn't see? What did the person say that I didn't know? What is the problem? What is the, I don't know whether you can ask questions. This thing I'm teaching, it, is, it applies everything. You can use it for every, even you can use it as a, a litmus test for a man of God. Yeah, the seed of questions, the, no, the seed of answers is questions. It means that what births answers is questions. That is what I just said. So the seed of answers is questions. So what bears answers is questions. Now, do you get what I'm trying to say? Ask questions. Even in the prophetic, we ask questions. You don't know. So sometimes, if you look at the name Bree, now when a friend Bree, I don't know whether you get it. Bree, As I'm me, I'm preaching to you in my spirit. I'm asking the Lord these questions. As I'm preaching, I'm asking. Then, the Holy Ghost will tell me, no, that breed is a name, but it's a simplified name of a certain name. Then I keep on asking, if I catch him, say, So what you say? Yeah. I don't know whether you get it. And I'll hear like this in my ears. Then as I heard this in my ears, and that is what I also said. So if I want to find out as a prophet by questioning, I'll ask, please, Bree, what is your name? Have you seen it? Now I want to find out that what I really heard and I said, is it accurate or what is it? Oh, no, no, I'm asking, what is your name? I'm teaching something. I'm teaching how we discern in the prophetic. This is how we do it. You ask questions with the Holy Ghost. May see what is your name or born in seminar or on teaching on table of one. What is your name? Eh. 
type your name and what is your name? Your name is Bremai. Have you seen it? Have you seen it? So this is how we use, this is one of the, the basic ways we use to, to prophesy to people. Are you being a, you see, are we so hungry saying? Uh, no, no, not not Breman in Ghana, but like Breman in in a foreign country. I'm I'm teaching you. Yes, eh? Like like that, eh? Who him say? Who him say? Who him say? So Obituwa, Obituwa, Obituwa. Hey, Odifo, you are serious. You are a man of God. You are a major. Hey, see one. Hey, pray. Hey, you know. Where the orchard? Where the orchard? Where the orchard? You've not, you've not just decided to leave your your mind and everything to the Holy. Who do mind in Yama? I will be your friend of Kwabota. Oh no, now do I give you And to this thing, I'm telling you that you need to give your ears and your mind to the Holy Ghost to be asking Him questions. Adi Amika, you crowd here. Amika say, Papa, this one is our prophet. 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 If you are not a prophet, you are the orchery. If you care to know that if it is for prophet, then me I'm not a prophet. Me I'm an apostle. If you say it is for prophet, then me I'm not a prophet. I'm an apostle. Uh, I don't know whether you get what I'm trying to say. So this is a prophetic test I just did. And Afa. What's Afa? You need to ask questions. You need to ask questions. Me say visa, visa, visa questions with the Holy Ghost. Ask. It's Kwame James. Kwame James. Kwame James or woman chain the Holy Ghost. Is he good? Is he a good person? Is he a good person? Holy Ghost help. Is he a good person? Kwame James. Kwame James. Kwame James. Then you begin to ask questions. Then you are in prayer. Shalabata, rapata, rapata, rapata. As you are in that thing with consistency. Have you seen it? Answer never sharply like that. No. And you begin to ask the Holy Ghost. Why? 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 Have you seen it? Now you want to find out detailing because now you want to walk with Him. Let me give you the last thing. Number three. I said number one, be discerning. Number two, ask questions. Number three, understand emotional boundaries. After finding out all these things, the third thing you have to do is that understand emotional boundaries. Every emotion has a boundary. It will be a, 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 a C. I love you, but lady, what I have found that I can, you cannot stay with me again. What is it? Uh-huh. I love you. I wanted us to build this relationship to the end. But what I've now found out, I don't think it will work. It's wrong. It's okay. This is where the emotional boundaries. And this is what is 
making people so find it difficult, so hard to even let people go out from their life. Emotional boundaries. They don't understand emotional boundaries. The person feels that let, let me call off this relationship. Or see the I love him. I love him. I will take him like that. God will change him. God will change him. Um, that don't sacrifice your life for no one you are not jesus don't sacrifice your life for nobody look out for yourself first in life and in the matters of destiny don't sacrifice for anybody consider your first yourself first am i helping somebody Consider yourself first. Having a good heart without boundaries will attract hurt and injuries. And that's why I'm not paying my mouth quote. Having a good heart without boundaries will attract hurt and injuries. When I started ministry, that was my biggest problem. A good heart without boundaries. I attracted a lot of hurt and injuries onto myself. Am I talking to somebody? Let me say this last thing. There are people who will never live your life. Or there are things or there are happenings that will never live your life until certain people leave. I'm telling you. Fasuobining blessings be what you will never see until certain people leave. Be careful. May the Lord bless you. And may his face shine upon you forth. In Jesus' name. May the Lord bless his word. Jesus, right?